and I said, like, wouldn't wouldn't Jesus want us to survive and go and, and go on and you know live fruitful live fruitful good lives? And she basically said, you're wrong. And she and she made me apologize to her in front of the whole class. Hey college kids, welcome back to this week's episode. Today I'm going to be interviewing Rohan who attends Dartmouth. So Rohan, if you could introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Rohan. I'm a freshman at Dartmouth College. I'm from India where I also attended school um, uh, up till 10th grade in a traditional Indian, uh, Indian board school. And then I transferred to an AP international boarding school in 11th and 12th grade, also in India. Okay. I intend to major in um, environmental studies modified with government, which is a cool thing you can do at Dartmouth where you can put two fields in the same major without all the course requirements of a double major. So think of that as a major in environmental studies and environmental governance. Okay, so that's, that's really cool. We'll talk about that later in the episode. But let's start talking about how your grades kind of transferred from an Indian, I guess you would say high school, to an American one. Right, right, okay. So things are a little bit different in terms of grading in India. So what you get uh, in your final exams at the end of the year is your grades um, for the year. So your, what you do like throughout the most of the term, most of the year, academic year, um, uh, doesn't really matter. And in, and in fact, um, only, your, only really your final exams that you take at the end of 10th and 12th grades matter. And that's what you use to apply to uh, high schools if you finish after, if you take your 10th grade scores or apply to college if you take your 12th grade scores. So um, at the end of my 10th grade, I got a 82 cumulative across all across all my subjects, which is which gave me a distinction. Which it, but there's not really a good correlation with the ABC scale because the passing grade in these ICSC schools is 35%, not 50%. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a very different grading system. Like, the system is based on rote memorization, and you get point, you get extra points if you answer a question with the exact words used in the textbook, and you lose points if you don't. So it's a little bit weirder. weirder. Interesting. Okay. So I know the um, classes are not going to be the exact same, like, you know, as we have here, but mm-hmm. did you have to, like backtrack a little bit when you came to America like were you kind of behind your peers or were you able to start off like everyone else in junior year well uh so sorry when I went to American so I went to America and yeah. um, I'm AP school in India so it was okay. the school was in India but it was an American board um okay. I think I I think like my ICSE background gave me a strong work ethic mm-hmm. which uh, helped me really achieve in American schools and apparently I am natural I think I'm naturally better at schools which allow you to apply concepts rather than memorize them and you know basically actually think okay. rather than just memorize stuff yeah so I did a, I did I think much better in the American school like from day one I, I flourished a lot more in, the, in that environment than I did um, in my traditional Indian school okay so you went to an AP boarding school in India but you were telling me earlier that in India, it's, in America, it's kind of like essay-based, extracurriculars, like there are multiple components. So in India, did you do anything that you put on your application when you apply to many colleges? Like any extracurriculars um, or stuff? Oh, so um, I'm, I'm sorry. I think I may have 
mis-explained it a little bit. So the AP school is basically just like what you have in America because oh, okay. I did lots of extra careers there, AP classes, stuff like that. So um, uh, well, up till 10th grade, I didn't really have any, any extracurriculars because it's kind of a thing when in an ICSC school where you give up actually all your extracurriculars um, when you enter ninth grade to focus on studying for the board exams and okay. preparing for the board exams. So um, that 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 up till 10th grade I didn't really have anything that I took a gap year after 10th grade during which I applied to um, uh, up school AP and IB schools mm -hmm. and uh, during the gap year I took I interned for the Times of India and I volunteered for the WWF the World Wildlife Fund mm -hmm. um, so that went on my application and in boarding school I was editor-in-chief of the school newspaper I ran two independent research projects with the environmental science department in our local forest area I led a section of the community engagement club where we connected farmers in our local area to training and educational programs to improve their livelihoods. Mm -hmm. I also um, formed and, and led the first organizing committee for our local arts and cultural festival, outdoors and cultural festival. And um, I'm sure there were a couple of other things that I'm not really recalling right now, but that's, those are the major ones. That's really thing. good. So uh, when, when I entered high school in, 11, in junior year, mm -hmm. um, so I, those are the things I did in, 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 in high school. Like the, my, I was editor-in-chief of school newspaper at the boarding school. Mm -hmm. I, was, I did those research products at the boarding school, community engagement, all that stuff at the boarding school. When I entered, I was, they had just started the daily newspaper, well, the daily online newspaper. So I was able to, with my experience at the Times of India, already take on a leadership position oh, okay, um, as, feature, as features editor. So... Uh, I suppose I should explain a little bit first. Sorry, I didn't do this before. Um, in India, it's kind of a thing. Whereas after tenth grade, you leave, you leave your previous school and go to another one. A lot of people tend to go into like focused programs in their field, like engineering schools, medical schools, so on and so forth, preparing them for very specific, you know, colleges in those in those areas mm -hmm. in India. Some people, like me, of small minority, chose to go to IB or AP schools. So when I was entering this boarding school, there were like. 22 people or so, which is a quarter of the class mm -hmm. um, uh, entering at the same time as me. So it's just a given thing that you do. So I wouldn't say I entered at a more senior level than anyone else who had already been there before okay. could have done. Mm -hmm. I see. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, continue. Right. So, um, yeah. So I, given I, had, I hadn't done anything up till 10th grade and only done uh, a couple things during my gap year with the Times of India WWF. I just like joined everything I could in that in that in my boarding school. So that was okay. the newspaper. The newspaper. I did research projects. I joined community engagement. Uh, not the festival. The festival organizing committee, and then I don't know a bunch of other things. I was I don't know. Lots, lots, lots of various things that are not relevant to college, but those are the most important ones. So, sure. which of your extracurriculars do you think? I guess look the most impressive because I don't think colleges really look for what you do. It's more like how like passionate you are about it and how seriously you take it. So which extracurricular do you think showed that passion and that um, strive to do like climb up in the group or organization? I think that um, these elite colleges, especially Ivy League colleges, look at like they they like to see leadership and they like to see initiative, right? Yeah. So in terms of those things, I think being being leader of a few things that I was interested in, for example, um, especially I think my, the community engagement uh, group and my, being editor in chief of the school newspaper was were very important um, to, on my college application because it showed that I 
had the drive for, yeah. to be leader. And I, in my essays and in my interview, I detail things that I did for the, for the organization, even though I joined the school kind of late and, and showed my dedication to these projects. Mm-hmm. And in terms of initiative, I think that doing my independent research projects, which were not required for class at all, which, which I, I designed myself and then took the professor and, and, and went out and did them, were showed, to clear initiative in my part and desire to learn, a desire to, to do to do more, to have an impact. I think that looked really good. Those looked really good on my application. Yeah, I have like this kind of. I think a lot of people think this, but I definitely think that Ivy League, Ivy League colleges, and just other top colleges in general look for someone who like will do more than what high school just gives them. They'll like actually mm-hmm. do something in their community or do something that not everyone else is doing. So exactly, yeah. That's good. So it's good that like all your extracurriculars kind of like it wasn't just one that standed out. It was like multiple that helped you like form yourself into a very leader based initiative person. That's cool. Yep. It's good you caught that early um, in your high school experience. Thank you. So you kind of mentioned that you wrote these about these kind of like extracurriculars and your essays. So for you, did you apply common application? Yes, I did. Okay. So if you don't mind sharing, what was your common application essay about the one that goes to all colleges? Okay, so I'm from a small state in India called Goa, which is like on the beach, which is a very touristy state. Ooh, but that it, sounds it, like, nice. Yeah, so, sort of, yeah, but they kind of, I'll explain. So I, I explained in my essay how growing up, by the, growing up by the beach, I used to go out and, you know, chase, chase little crabs and mm-hmm. watch dolphins and stuff. And then I detailed how over the course of my life, that beach, the beach near the beach nearest to where I live, became like a microcosm of what was happening to the, to the entire country in terms of development. Because Goa is generally behind the rest of India, and I think the rest of the world yeah. in terms of development. So I was able to watch the process as the 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 state started to really prioritize its economy over its over its environment to try and you know uh, catch it up to become, like everyone else. Yeah, catch up, catch it up to yeah, catch it up to everyone else become an actual economics economic center, become a prosperous state. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I detailed how these vast numbers of like tourists from other from other parts of India started to pour in um, and around the world started, started to pour in, how the garbage started to litter started to litter the beaches. They started to really like push their uh, their iron ore mining in the state mm-hmm. and they began t- and it sort of like polluted the waters, the dolphins started to disappear. Various things happen, and I, I just, I just, uh, my essay was about me as, as just growing up and seeing um, everything that changes changed in that beach and relating it to the rest of the world, and how that made me become passionate about discovering the reasons why the different factors at play, and really wanting to um, uh, try and try and find a way that we can, you know, um, be a, be prosperous, but also really prioritize our natural environment because I don't I didn't want the future generations to lose what I had growing up Mm -hmm. that's very beautiful and how you like had the extracurriculars to support that that's amazing so and then for you're welcome so for the individual colleges you applied to what did you write about the um you know why Dartmouth or why whatever other colleges you applied to like I'm I when I know that when I when college applications come around, I'm not going to know what to write for those essays. So I'm really curious. Like, what did you say to them? What did you write about to make them feel like, oh, I, this student really wants to be at our college? 
Right. So living in India, I didn't really have the opportunity to go out and tour a college. Mm-hmm. So I uh, did basically did all my research on- online for colleges. So and because I applied early decision to Dartmouth and got oh. an early decision, I only did like three applications because I applied early decision to Dartmouth, early action to Michigan, and then the UC app. So those are the only applications I ever filled out. But I can speak for those. Um, uh, I think for my Dartmouth, my white Dartmouth essay, the white Dartmouth essay is only 100 words, which is very, very small that is compared so small, to yeah. most most schools yeah, I, think, I think it's because they really want you to put to like get straight to the point and mm-hmm. prove why you really want to go there and what I did even though I'm like an avowed liberal what, what, what I did is that I I pointed out all the different um, publications from across the political spectrum mm-hmm. available at Dartmouth and different view, different events that go on there I think I mentioned um, and how that represented the ability to 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 what whatever your viewpoints are within reason to express yourself without fear of being controlled or mm-hmm. um or not or just about fear of being I don't know attacked for your viewpoints and I pointed out how I in my traditional Indian school had not been allowed to do that because for various reasons so like for one once my uh, teacher very strongly my history teacher very strongly promoted dying for one's religion. And I okay. and I said and I said, what? And I basically asked why. And I'm like, wouldn't wouldn't I am? I was brought up in the Christian Christian faith, and she was Christian as well. As well, I'm not a very strong Christian, but whatever. And I said, like, wouldn't wouldn't Jesus um, uh, want, want want us to survive to survive and go and, and go on and you know live fruitful live fruitful good lives? And and she basically said said, you're wrong, and she and she made me apologize to her in front of the whole class, and my classmates also said, told me, to, to, like, derided me and told me I was wrong. Then once another time in history class, as well, that happened a lot of history class, come to think of it, um, uh, we, we were talking about the Kashmir issue, I don't know if you've heard of it, like, no. um, uh, so, the, in our, our northernmost state is the only one that's majority Muslim. Yeah, and yeah, I know that. There, there have been, there have been lots of, of riots um, going on there, because there's a strong army presence there. And Kashmir, Kashmir never really wanted to be part of India, but it was made part of India. And so the, the military was sent to like basically keep control of the state. And my teacher described it as something necessary. And I pointed out the human rights abuses. And then I was, and then I was told again I was wrong. And my and all my classmates also said I was wrong. And I was kicked out of my friend's WhatsApp group, and various things happened. That's good. Yeah. Did you? I mean, I guess you got didn't have time to more the space to mention that kind of stuff in your. Why Dartmouth Apple? Like- so I, so I mentioned them very briefly. So oh, okay. I, I mentioned I mentioned like um, uh, like be, like basically I think in a couple sentences I said like um, disagreeing on 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 the necessity of having of of military occupation of Kashmir led to me led to me being derided by my teacher and kicked out of my friends classmate my friends WhatsApp group mm-hmm. and and um, oh and and I said that um, uh, disagreeing. Uh, on um, uh, dying for religion, or uh, dying for religion, made me led, led to me being forced to apologize in front of, front of the class. So that was like a couple sentences I did, and, and I said, and I also mentioned in another sentence that how my school, my boarding school, was a was a Christian heritage school, mm-hmm. and so we were pro- we were prohibited from uh, from screening a, a movie about a gay student there. And as editor in chief of the school newspaper, I strongly opposed opposed that and went to meetings with the board and represented the school community in that in that um, uh, conflict. That's good. And so I'm guessing you were kind of shut down through like all of that. Yeah, I mean my boarding school is much better, but 
like there's a divide between the trustees who were very conservative and most of the school, which was more uh, liberal. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I pointed out that 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 kind of environment was something that I really re- that I really thought was extremely important for an institution to have, and that's mm-hmm. what I really wanted. That's why I chose Dartmouth. That's that's good. So did you write kind of something similar for your? Um, I know you only applied to like you did like three applications. So did you write something similar for your other applications as well for Michigan and the UCs? So that was a little bit different. Um, uh, I think I, I tailored it more specifically to their, to the in, to the environment. So for Dartmouth, like there was something very clear. There's something like something that came to me. Basically, mm-hmm. it wasn't something that I did too much. I did a little bit of research on it, and then the idea came to me. I thought it was a really good idea, and I talked to my counselor about it. I talked to my father about it, and my English teacher, and they said said go for it. For these other schools, it didn't come as naturally, which okay. probably explains why I. I uh, applied to Dartmouth ED, and I didn't. Those schools were just like. Is it kind of like just extras, you know? They're they're not my first choices, right? But um, uh, for Michigan, I did for the Y Michigan essay. They were had this like biological research center in northern Michigan, and I wrote about like my experiences um, researching the outdoors and how I appreciated having that practical resource available. And that there was like and it's like it was essential for students in the in the environmental environmental program there to spend a term that I liked liked that requirement mm-hmm. and UCs again it was just I think I just talked about like the environment of California and how, what like a really great um uh how, how it's a really like pro- progressive movement starting California and how yeah, they yeah, like yeah. part of that they're one of the most like liberal states yeah and, and the environmental movement there was very strong but it, it, i don't think those were near, those were as strong as my application as my one for dartmouth, dartmouth was application yeah okay yeah so let's talk about just like a few more components of your application and then we can actually talk about you know dartmouth itself so mm-hmm. for your aps how many aps did you have and what was like the relative like how many aps by the end of senior year and what was the relative score for those aps Right. So I took uh, six APs by the end of senior year. Mm-hmm. I would say that's on the low end for my class. Like most of my classmates at Dartmouth have taken more than that. So the, by the time I applied to Dartmouth, I applied ED. So actually, no, even if you apply to college regular round, you don't have all your AP scores. Yeah, so I only did about three scores back for junior year. I got two fives in AP Environmental Science and AP, AP English Language mm-hmm. and a four in AP European History. Okay. Um, uh, by the time at the end of senior year, um, when I got my scores back, I got two fives in AP microeconomics and AP political, AP uh, government and pol- comparative government and politics, mm-hmm. and I got a three in AP English literature. But that's largely because mm-hmm. it was, I think, the day after the AP micro exam. I'd, I had learned, I think, the week before that the AP English literature credit, no matter what score I got, would not transfer to Dartmouth. And I'd already. Uh, so it's kind of like. So, eh. So it's, unless I really failed, they wouldn't they wouldn't like take away my acceptance. So oh, I, I didn't really feel the need to study for the English literature one. So I, I basically just like let it bomb. <laughs> okay, so now um, did you take the SAT or ACT? I took the SAT. Okay, SAT. What what scores did you get? And which let's talk about which score you sent to like you know the colleges because that's the one that they actually see. So um, I took the SAT three times. I would not recommend that. That's probably a very bad idea. Expensive too, right? Expensive too. Um, I think two should be the maximum. You should really take it if you have to. Um, mm-hmm. I got my scores were a 1470, a 1430, and a 1480. Uh, my super score using the scores from the first and third times was uh, 1500 um, with a 770 in English 
I'm a 7.30 in math. Basically, the second one was bad. I should not have done it. It was in the same month as all my final exams, all my AP exams. Oh, cramming. And at the end of, at the end, yeah, and at the end of our school years, at my at my school, my boarding school, you have to take, you have to do a fi- a large final project, mm-hmm. and that was also in the same month. So doing the SAT and doing all of those at the same time was not helpful, and I basically did not study at all for that. So okay, so the score I got was just useless. So, but the score you got, it wasn't really like on the low end or the high. I mean, it was probably like the fiftieth percentile for Dartmouth. Dartmouth, right? I, no, it was it was low. The fifteen hundred the fifteen hundred super score is uh, lower. The median SAT for my class was a fifteen thirty. Fifteen thirty. Oh, okay. Okay, so it like didn't do too much harm to your application, but it definitely didn't make it look good so, at all. So I think that the SAT is used generally more as a a red light, green light sort of thing. So they rate your application depending on your academic environment. So if you were like an underprivileged person and you mm-hmm. got a 1400 that would look better for you than if you were a person who uh, went to a preppy boarding school like me who who got a 1450 or say okay. per se um, uh, but that's also just a requirement like w- about 60% of of the people who apply to elite colleges are academically qualified to be there who yeah. who meet the academic qualification so i don't i don't think Maybe like a 1560 or something would have been actual beneficial to my application, but I don't think a 1500 actually hurt it. I think okay. a 1500 was qualified me based on my background to, you know, mm-hmm. be read and can be considered as a serious applicant, but I don't think it actually like hurt, hurt me. I think a 1500 plus, regardless of what background you're from, would qualify you to get into these schools. So they kind of just looked at the, yeah, so they kind of just looked at the score and was like, oh, okay, he's fine. And then decided to look at like the rest of your application probably. Yeah, they, they said, like, oh, yeah, sure, he'll do. And then we'll then look the rest of the application side. Okay, maybe we can admit him. Okay. Is my, is my, is my, my personal idea of how that went. It okay. definitely didn't really, was a huge benefit. I think it just, like, just about met the standard of what was expected of me, um, a standardized test score-wise. Okay, as a Dartmouth student. Okay. So, and yeah. then last thing we're going to talk about for your um, transcript is your GPA. So what was your unweighted and weighted GPA by the end of so, high school? Right. So my school didn't uh, didn't weigh GPAs, and also we did our GPAs a little differently. Mm-hmm. It's on the 4.3 scale instead of 4.0 scale. So if you got all A pluses, it's a 4.3. If you got all A's, it's 4.0. It's a little weird. I don't really know what the conversion is okay. for 4.0. Like I saw a table online, but as far as my teacher said, it like really depends on the school. So I got a 4.24 on 4.3. That was in the top 10% of my class. Yeah, 10 top percent of my class. Um, uh, that was basically um, uh, mostly A pluses. I believe my, uh, which is, sorry, I don't really mean to flex, but that's what that's it okay, was. Uh, my college counselor, I think my college counselor said that for a lot of my schools, that con- that basically translates to a four point a four point oh and four point oh because that's because it's mostly A pluses instead of like A's because all A's in a regular school is four point oh. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm not really sh- sure how it works for every school, but I think that's how it went for went. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm learning about all these new GPAs. Like my school does a 4.0 and then the 5.0 scale, and then you know I interviewed someone earlier, and theirs went up to like a 6.0 or something. So 6.0, yeah, I don't. Crazy. Know. Yours is weirder. It's 4.3. Like that's just so random. That's sure. Like yeah, fine. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Once okay. That. So <laughs> you have all these components of your application, and then you apply to the colleges. So you apply to Dartmouth, ED. Um, U Michigan and then the UCs, right? Yeah, that was U Michigan was EA and the UC app is also like December first deadline. It's this. It's, Wait, they're all the deadline. Yeah. I have a question about the UCs. If you apply to like, if you just fill out the UC application, do, does that automatically make you like apply to all of them? 
No, no, you get to select which ones, and your okay. the fee you pay um, uh, depends on how many schools you apply to. It's seventy dollars. I believe it was seventy dollars per UC. Okay, so you applied to Dartmouth, UMich, and then which UCs did you apply to? I applied to UC Berkeley mm -hmm. and UC UC San Diego and UC Davis. Those are my um, uh, safety schools. I see. Okay. So, how did you feel when you opened up your Dartmouth application and you saw that it accepted you? Uh, that's actually an interesting story. So, um, I had told my my roommate. So it was the final, basically the final week of school. We were about to, all about to leave, and I told my roommate. Most people, a lot of people had already left actually. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and classes were over, and I told my roommates that uh, like, don't look me up at two thirty a.m. when it opens. Basically, it was the time it opened in our time. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up at like eight o'clock. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna have breakfast. Mm -hmm. Then I'm gonna get dressed, and then I'm gonna and then, then I'm gonna open my application there. You know, they yeah. did not listen to me whatsoever. So at two thirty a.m., they shook me awake and told me to open it. And I said, uh, and I said, no, come on, I told you. And they said, and my roommate said, no, you open it now. And they were like, it wasn't wasn't just my roommates. There were three or four people who were like very eager to eager to find out. Mm -hmm. Um, like it's we were all very close in boarding school, so like if one of us gets into a really good school, it becomes like an object of like it's like a family. One person gets in, everyone gets in. No, not exactly. I think it's like an object of pride for like every for like our grade as a oh, whole. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, like we, we we can like brag about it to the juniors and seniors, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, for for graduates, graduates. I'm sorry, that also seems like a flex, but whatever. Well, that's okay. Um, this is uh, all about you. You say whatever. <laughs> then I so then I. I clicked it. I clicked the application update. The first word, like, Darwin's a little weird. Like, there's no confetti or anything. You just, or a video. The first word you read is congratulations. When I read that first word, I did not understand it. I, I think my ability to comprehend English had completely failed at that point. <laughs> and I had to read, like, the first sentence, like, mm -hmm. three or four times over before I understood. And I'm like, apparently I said it in, like, a very shrill voice. I got in, I got in, I got in. And <laughs> apparently, according to my group, roommates and it just like went out I started I went out I think I like hugged basically everyone on my floor which is like 30 people um and you deserve I, it <laughs> thank you um uh, and then um these the juniors came down because they heard yelling and they and they congratulated me it was they came they lived in the upper floor and it was I don't know it was, it was just a really just like wonderful night I could not fall asleep until like three, four hours later because I just could not comprehend the fact that I'd actually gotten in. That's amazing. Well, congratulations on Dartmouth. So okay. what about the other schools that you applied to? Oh, so the ED agreement, um, included in the ED agreement is the a requirement that you withdraw your applications from other schools oh, okay. upon upon getting in hearing back from from your ED school. Yeah. So um, I did withdraw those applications. So you don't know if you got in or got rejected no, from those? No, uh, I, I yeah, I don't know if I got in or got rejected. I think I was, I was. Those were my match. Like the UC Berkeley and Michigan were my match schools. I had a decent chance of getting in. I don't know, but my 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 um, uh, applications were not the best I could do. I probably had a good chance of getting in, but like. It didn't matter. It was not my top choices. Yeah, you got uh, it anyways. Yeah, so. and I think my chances at Dartmouth were probably actually better because I took into account, like, the fit when applying, and I really worked hard on those applications. Okay. Um, uh, more than that application, more than any other schools. That concludes part one of my interview with Rohan. If you want to see more great content like this, make sure to subscribe to my podcast, Who Cares About College? 
and very soon I will be releasing part two of my interview where Rohan takes us through his journey through Dartmouth as a freshman. Hope to catch you guys then. Bye!